I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the answers. I still ain't figured this out. She said he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. Man, welcome back. Platformcollection.com is where you'll find us. Go there, support the artists that we support. Um, that's the best way you can support us. Just do that. Keep that community alive. Um, you guys know how we feel about it. If this is your first time tuning in, you can catch us on on any platform where podcasts are, are uh, up and thriving. But also you can catch us on the video platform on YouTube, uh, Instagram. We're out there. But man, I got a dope guest on today, man. This is a really good friend of mine. Um, we've known each other for years, in fact. Um, so I've been able to watch this gentleman's career uh, just uh, blossom, grow, change. Man, he's been everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, my homie DJ FM is in the house. What up, uh, man? Yo, man. How you been? So let's go. Uh, full disclosure. When was the last time we saw each other? Um, what do you think? It's about a it's year. year. About a year, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, a lot obviously has changed. I've been wanting to have you on the show, man. I know you're one of those dudes who pays attention a lot to the inner workings of how things work. You keep your mind steady in that. Um, first, let's kind of catch up for, for people who, uh, might be unaware, you can go to crappy awesome right now and check out all the past episodes. FM has been on a few times, so you can catch up with his history and stuff. Um, cause today we're going to catch up on some current stuff, like what's going on in his life right now and his thoughts on the current stuff. So where were you? Um, let's see, I think it was around March 12th when they started shutting shit down for Corona, where, where were you and what was going on in your life at that time uh, when that started? Um, I was actually here in uh, Cali. I'm, okay. I, I live near Huntington Beach. And so um, I'm out here on, like, you know, on the West Coast, for those of you that are around the world watching us. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I was home. I, I had family. Um, I try to keep family close and uh, take care of everybody I could, my kids, my moms, everybody. And, uh, and I don't know, I was, I was just, it's kind of a nervous time, obviously for everyone. Nobody yeah. knew what, what, what was ahead, but um, I, I, I took care of what I could, man. I've, I've spent my, my bread on water and food and, you know, yeah. I did, uh, what do they call that? Like apocalyptic uh, preparations. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. did all that. I locked the house down. I geared up in every way I could, armed up, all that. You know what I mean? Like right away? Like almost as soon as it started happening? Yeah, because I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm a big conspiracy head. You know that about me. So yeah. I right away thought, okay, this is it. We're going to, it's going to go, uh, it's going to get locked down. We're going to get put in FEMA camps. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. You know? <laughs> so, I um I took my precautions just to play it safe. Yeah. Um, but, and um, what was going um, on as far as like? Because I mean, obviously you're working, you do, you're DJing a lot. You're was was that a fear? Like, oh shit, I'm not gonna be able to work. 
Well, work immediately stopped because I, I was doing some local spots. Like I I, I live near uh, like Main Street, Huntington Beach. Yeah. And uh, a lot of bars out there and clubs and shit. I always wanted to hit locally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, when I'm off tour, I tend to just um, produce, work on music here at home. But I got the itch to get up and rock in front of a crowd. So I started to do like little local spots. And I didn't even, you know, give them my history or tell them who I was or, you know, what yeah. I've done on tour or none of that shit. I just went in as a regular DJ and applied for the job. And, you know, and it was dope. It was dope. I kind of crept into these little bars around here and had it popping, bro. Because, you know, I come from that school of backyard boogies and shit like that as far as DJing goes. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, it was fun to hype the crowd, man. It was it was kind of sad when all that shit got cut off because, I mean, literally, there hasn't been a club since the lockdown Damn. that I know of. Yeah. You know, I, I'm hearing that some people are taking chances down there uh, on Main Street now, but I wouldn't do it because they're like little bars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not in no bar with a bunch of sick ass people. What uh, would so- uh What would it take for you to go like, okay, uh, I'm ready to go back like what do you already know like in your mind like this is what i need to see before i go back to like crowds like that man i i I gotta see numbers go down literally yeah yeah. you know what i mean cases and deaths and all that shit you know and yeah there are a lot of conspiracies about how they accumulate those numbers and all that but you know god only knows man i ain't a doctor i ain't a scientist and i can't take a chance on getting the people i love sick or my kids and like I, i i don't want this to affect my family you know my right. take chances shouldn't affect the people I love, so I'd rather keep it safe. You know, you know what's interesting, bro. I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. You, you know, you know what's interesting is um, I feel like a lot of the uh, like you know a lot of the conspiracy that I hear about it. I, I you know I stay up on it as well. Like it's I hear it. I keep telling my friends though, like, look, the regardless of what it is, obviously people are dying. Obviously, people are dying, right? So even if it is a man-made thing, that's people. That's scarier than it not being a man-made thing. You know what I mean? That yeah. people that they obviously want people dead. So uh, to me, yeah, it's just not something to play around with because obviously there is a plan at foot. You know. I agree. Um, do you? Do, okay, so then that happens. Um, things start shutting down for you. You start yeah, building I'm, I'm, the fortress I'm, of I'm, FM. But here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing. Um, I started taking part in these these events called the Orange County Sesh. Yeah. And it's pretty much like an outdoor, uh, sometimes indoor, uh, like a weed swap meet. Uh-huh. Okay? So vendors set up shop and they sell everything, cannabis, CBD, and it's dope because people get to, to bargain for prices and shit. And there's, you know, it's not like a dispensary where you got to pay what they what they ask and it's limited to that so um it's a it's a really cool spot i've been doing for like two years now with these friends of mine i started off DJing there and then they kind of asked me to help them run it a little bit so you know i've been taking part of all that shit and uh and just exploring you know because i've never been you know i've never ran a business or helped nobody run a business yeah this was a whole new venture for me but being that it's cannabis is something i'm very familiar with (laughs) I went, you know, I went in on it with them, man. It feels good, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm helping these brothers put this thing together. That's dope. And, and run it. 
Yeah, and, and full disclosure, I, I mean, I heard, even down here in San Diego, I was hearing about the Orange County sesh a lot. Um, I had friends that were going up to it and stuff, so I know it was doing good. You know, it, it's definitely built a dope community around it. Well, the cool thing for me is that I still get to DJ during the COVID thing. Yeah. It's all spread out, and, you know, we, we check temperatures, we give people hand sanitizers, gloves, whatever it takes. But, you know, the DJ booth is like, I'll say 20, 30 feet away from the whole thing. So we can play music in the background while people, you know, social distance and do their, their thing. That's dope. Responsibly, you know what I mean? That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So I've been able to, uh, to keep DJing that way. I haven't been doing clubs. I haven't been doing clubs, so to speak, but I've been able to keep DJing through the, the Orange County sesh. So that's been dope. What what has been, what has been, um, like your creative process during this time. I know a lot, it's weird, man, because it's, it, you know, we have some mutual friends here and there and it's like a lot of our friends that are like creatives like yourself. I've been saying this a lot on the show seem to have like done pretty well during this time. You know what I mean? Like they, they're kind of used to this kind of shit. Like they like to be alone. They like to like go into their caves, make music and, that kind of stuff. Have you been, what has been like your creative process as far as like music wise? What, what have you been doing? Well, I mean, you're describing me to a T because yep. A, I'm a loner. I'm all solo. Yep. B, I have built a little home studio here at home at, in my house. I have a secret room in my, in my bedroom. There's a little door that looks like a closet and it's not, it's a big ass room bigger than my bedroom. And I've built a recording studio. I don't know if you can see much of it behind me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dope. Um, yeah, but um, and so yeah, that looks dope. This has just been inspirational for me, man, because I tend to f shine musically when times are hard. Yeah, that's how I express myself best as an artist, you know, a musician. Yeah, and I think there's so much to talk about right now. You know, it started with Trump coming in and fucking everything up, and then it just spiraled into this mess you know what i mean between george floyd and you know people mm -hmm. kind of waking up to how the cops treat you know minorities and shit and so you know this whole thing just inspired me man i just been locked down in the studio working day and night and uh, i can't front I, i've even dabbled in other genres and shit i started dabbling in dance music yeah because my I, I got a homeboy in miami he's a, a cuban brother i grew up with out there who does this like latin style dance music it's it's got like the Cuban, the Afro-Cuban like uh, santerias and chants. Oh wow! It's like African chant, yeah, and, and Latin rhythms with congas and all that shit. It's really sick, dog. It's a real tribal tribal thing. Yeah, and I, and I, I was just feeling this. So I, in, in in an homage to my homeboy Oscar G in Miami, I, I made something like that, and uh, I got this dude named uh, Oba Lord Franks, uh, Frank Lords from uh, um, from Miami. Uh, he 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 sang on it and rocked the percussions, and he's a dude that usually rocks with Oscar G, who, like I said, is a big uh, EDM uh, producer and, and yeah. DJ. Yeah, I can't even call it EDM because it's not even electronic. It's more like a tribal, tribal thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah peep, this is fucking dope. But oh, man, um, I want to peep it. That sounds fucking. Dope. That sounds right down your alley, though. It sounds like something that you would definitely vibe with. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've, I've always produced music, rock, hip hop, mm -hmm. all kinds of shit, but I've never tried to dabble in dance music. And, you know, he, he's hit me up about it. Like, you know, how come you never, you know, fuck with it? And this was the perfect time to experiment and, and, and uh, mess around in the studio. So 
I got I got into a little bit of that, and I put out a joint. As soon as that comes out, I'll let you know and shit. Dope, hell yeah. I, I always post things about it on my IG. I haven't really talked too much yet because it's not it's not released. But as soon as it gets dropped, I'll, I'll let everybody know what I'm doing. Hell yeah. Um, but then I've also been recording as much as I can for my band, The American Bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been kind of laying low with it, and uh, and just writing music and, uh, and and coming up with concepts and ideas, man, because Literally, I feel like the world's on fire right now. There's just so much to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. And it's crazy because you've always come from, um, for lack of better description, like a, a revolutionary background, a, le- a revolutionary mentality. You're you're really into like causing big change with your music. That's what you like to do. You like to affect culture. Um, but you're also one of those dudes who never keeps his mouth shut about politics and and the things going on around us. Um, man, we got, we got an election coming up right in November. Um, and it seems like we're steadily moving faster towards that direction as things start to get worse. Um, what do you, I mean, just, you know, playing Monday morning quarterback, what, what do you, what do you think's coming for us? Like, what direction is this going? It's kind of hard to tell, man, because Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the Trump followers are really enthusiastic about this guy. Yeah. They're like. They're dead serious, and uh, it, it almost seems like a cult. You know what I mean? The way they defend all his wrongs, uh, all, all, all the shit the guy does wrong, they, they find an excuse to defend this guy. Yeah. No matter whether it's criminal or you know morally incorrect or whatever, they, they'll, they'll defend this guy to the death. He's, he's become like a messiah to some yeah. of these people. It's kind of scary, right? Yeah. But, but I do see the enthusiasm on the opposite side as well, how people are starting to wake up and see that this dude is a fucking monster. He doesn't love anybody. He doesn't love America. He doesn't love minorities. He doesn't even love, he can care less what color you are. Even if you're white, he just cares about money. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. hopefully people start to wake up a little bit on both sides uh, towards that shit and, and vote his ass out of office, man. Because the dude, it literally to me, seems like an antichrist, man. I watched the guy raise his head and look up at the sky and say, "Oh yeah, it's me they they honor now. Me they 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 love yeah. here, you know." He's like in competition with everybody, including God. So yeah, it it just you know there's there's been conspiracies I've heard to to even to where you know they say that the whole trying to get kids to go back to Disney World and go to school and all this shit is because they believe there's a messiah or somebody like that coming who's going to get in and revolutionize shit and change the world. And he's trying to kill this kid. Wow. <laughs> right. Like I've heard every conspiracy you could think of. Wow. And not to say that I believe him, but I like to hear him because you never know. Right. 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 Um, another one I've heard is obviously that this virus is, um, is a plot to just, uh, population control, you know what I mean? Right, to, yeah, that's the big one, right? That's the one that a lot of people are saying. It's easier to control a smaller group of people in the world. You know, people are starting to wake up and 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 and, and talk about things that is it, it, it's worrisome to the powers that be. And yeah. so one of the first things you noticed that came with uh, COVID was the separation of people, putting stay home, uh, six feet apart, you know, trying to just, I, I believe that's a way to keep people from spreading ideas and and and, and creating revolution. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so, it's it's interesting, man. I think that it's uh, 
as we're headed towards this election, I was, I was actually talking with Eddie last night. We were talking about this and I was like, yo, look, there, this is the thing that I know mathematically is still going to happen, right? Like things that we know for sure are going to happen. We're going to have a mass, um, eviction that's coming. Mass evictions are coming. That's just a matter of, it's just a matter of time. Um, Mo, they're not. It doesn't seem like they're going to bail California out at all. Of course, he hates California. Oh no, he hates us. Yeah. Um. So that's going to happen. That will cause them. There, there'll be a mass exodus of California, which is already starting to happen a little bit. Um. We have civil unrest, and we're in a pandemic, and we're headed towards all the stuff you're saying with some very, very um. Uh excited people about go you know people that are looking to back trump in fact it's weird you're already seeing the news starting to like double back on what they said about the polls oh because i remember when at the beginning they were like the polls show again that he's just going to get his ass kicked he's not gonna he doesn't have a chance and they don't want to make that same mistake again like they did the first time and you could see the news i was watching it today this morning they're already starting to back up on that and they're like oh it's gonna be a little closer than we thought and like Man, they, I feel I feel this this for sure. Especially the stuff that's happening with like the the mail, right? Like they're fucking with the mail. They're they're stopping Uber and Lyft. They're trying to stop Uber and Lyft. Basically, all the ways that like minorities or people with money vote and get to the voting places. All that's going to get slowed down right around November, right? So to think like this is the thing. And by the way, this motherfucker has said. He's not leaving the White House unless he believes that it was a fair vote, right? Oh, Which, yeah. of course, you know, you know, he's not going to think gotta, it's fair. You know, I got to say this, man. Yeah. I, it's kind of shameful that a, a, a lot of my people, a lot of Cubans in Miami support this dude. And I I kind of understand to some degree what, what they're trying to do and what they think they see in him. See, I know that Cubans came here in exile from a, a dictator. You know what I mean? And yeah. and they've been they lived through that communism shit. And so they are so grateful to be here, man. They they bust their ass, they built that fucking city in Miami out there. And I know that they feel American because of that. And they want to yeah. prove their their value here, right? And so they have that old school way of thinking that you just you back your country, you back your president, especially if they ain't a fucking communist country like Cuba. Right. Like, Right, and so no matter who jumps in the White House, they're just like, "I'm American, I got this. We're, we're, I'm down for this country." Because you motherfuckers bailed us out of Castro, and that shit was ain't nothing as bad as that. Right, right. But but that I get, I get that debt of gratitude. I understand it, but you can't blind yourself to the mm. shit that this dude is doing morally, criminally. You know, just politically, everything just wrong. You know, yeah. And so. And so it pisses me off when I see people like, especially my people supporting this fucking dude. But I hope they can see now that, you know, he pretty much is, in my eyes, like a Fidel Castro because, A, he supports all these dictators. He loves Putin. He loves Kim Jong-un. Yeah. He, he supports all these dictators, man. He sees that vision of people following with with no question you know yeah. they, they don't they don't check the news to see if he's lying yeah. they don't they just live in fear of this man and follow him no matter what he says and he loves that kind of shit yeah yeah and you, know, you would think that these people being through what they went through already with Castro, they would know better they would already be able to see this shit but the dude's a good con man he's a good manipulator you know what i mean 
Mm-hmm. And if you're vulnerable like that, where you're already feeling like, man, I owe this country because they got me out of this bullshit, then of course it becomes easy to follow that. But I don't, I don't agree, man. I, I see, I see the devil in him. You know? Yeah, it, it's in uh, the the thing about um, like minorities who support Trump. Uh, I feel you too, man. That's so weird. We were, I was re- literally just having a conversation about like Mexican people because you know there's Mexicans for Trump. There's especially yeah. like in Texas, Arizona. Um, so and it's uh, and I know the same thing too, right? You look at the mentality of those movements. A lot of them are very, are the there'll be a young face to it, but it's run by an older generation, and I and that older generation, I understand, right? It's the same thing that you were talking about with the Cubans. Like they're like just thankful to be here. They don't want to stir up too much problems. He's the president. We should follow him. But the reality is, is like Trump. If you just look at all his moves, right, like just mathematically, he's preying on poor people across the board. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean, white people, white poor people to me, he's preying on them the most. He yes, plays, he is. plays to everything that they, that they want to hear and then puts money from their pockets to more rich people. Like Literally. I mean, yeah. Look at busted his boy on, uh, what was it? What's his name? The guy that got caught Epstein. Uh, with the fake, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Who? Uh, with the fake charity that just went to jail. Uh, Bannon, Steve Bannon. Oh, Steve Bannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spending all the money. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, making them think, yeah, well, you know, Mexico didn't pay for the wall, but we, if you guys donate, and they don't donate it to this idiot who, yep. who lied to them, stealing their money and living off of this shit and paying off. And you heard, that, you heard that wall's on the ground right now, right? Like, it blew over. It's literally yeah. on the ground. Like the one here in San Diego, they're on the ground. They f- didn't even work. They didn't even build on All them. they did was add five miles to the wall that was already there. Five miles. That's it. Wow. And they're not going to get Mexico to pay for it. They're trying to get us to pay for it because Trump, has, that guy, he can't follow through with anything. To top it off, he's not a good negotiator. He's just a hustler. Yeah. 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 I definitely feel that vibe. You know that, right? Like you, we, yeah. you've met people where you can look at Trump and go, Oh, I've met a hundred of yous. Like uh, you can see it. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in New York. I know those fast talking con men, dude. Yeah. Like that, bro. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I stay away from that shit out here, but I'm just hoping people wake the fuck up, you know, cause I got friends, man, that, that are good people and they're smart and they still like this dude. And I'm just scratching my head. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How can you not see? I get it, man. There's some people that are so diehard for their political party that, you know, they blind themselves to a lot of real shit, a lot of evil shit. They're just blinding yeah. themselves because they want to support their party. And I think that's ridiculous, too, man, because if I saw anyone doing something unjust, I, I wouldn't support it, even if they were my blood. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, man. I, I don't know if we are, <clears throat> you know, with the, the statements that he's made about, you know, if he doesn't win and... People are like, you know, they're going to have to pull them out of the White House. I I was asking Eddie, I was like, man, dude, are we literally coming towards a time when for the first time, at least in our lifetimes, we're going to see some sort of armed confrontation at the White House? Like, are, is, are, like who's with him? Who's against him? Has he talked to the military oh, already? No. Like, if I, like, get my back, you know what I mean? Like, what's going to happen? Because Pelosi said not no more than one more day beyond the election will he be allowed to stay in office if he loses not one more day and so she's like if we have to take him out there take him out of there what the fuck does that mean like what does that mean they walk him out 
Can you imagine, bro? Can you imagine that? I hope they drag his ass out of there by the hair and then it falls off and then <laughs> fall off and we see his little wee wee. Yo, man, because it, it, it's uh, I I feel like he would. I feel for sure in his mind, like he imagines that shit, right? Like he's like, yeah, we'll fight them back and we'll we'll keep the White House and the military's yeah, gonna come and get my back. Crazy militias to back him up too. So yeah, he's bro, with guns that will fight for him, man. I and I guarantee that. you. It's gonna get ugly if that dude loses. They're gonna you. You think that little white boy with the gun is one thing? There's gonna be tons oh of those. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, because they're because th- they're thinking this is this is it for us. This is this is the moment. There's a ton yeah. of people that are like, this is the moment. Either he wins and we win, right? Quote unquote, we win. That's what he, these people are thinking. Or he loses, and I mean, you, dude, we were running uh, on another show. I did. We were running. Um, all the stuff that the Republicans said at the, at the, the GOP, um, and they're literally just preaching death and destruction. They're like, yo, if if he loses, dude, they were like MS-13 will move in next to your house. Violence, (laughs) violence will erupt. I mean, they were saying these things, bro. Like literally. You ever watched watched the Stephen Colbert show? Yeah. 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 I love it. it. it was amazing last night. He had, um, or I think it was the night before, he had Winston uh, Marcellus, the, uh-huh. the musician. Yes. Such a smart dude, man. The way he put it was perfect. You know, one of the things that he tried to express was like, well, how many times has MS-13 been to your house so far? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, exactly, man. He's talking stupid lies that people, that weak-minded people will believe. You know what I, mean? I like, know, you, man. That's scary, you love, bro. If you live in that world of fear where you fear everything, of course you're inherently fucking racist and all that shit because, you you know, it's it's a, it's a lack of culture. It's a lack of uh, interaction with other cultures. And, you yeah. know, they, they rather hate than... than, than meet these people and get to know them and live next door to them. But let's face it, MAGA is is a movement to bring America back to a time where they think that, you know, these white supremacist types could do whatever they wanted from the White House to the street. You know, whether they wanted to lynch us or change laws or do whatever they wanted, we'd all have to deal with it because yeah, the white yeah. man and his and this uh, white supremacist mentality uh, group you know, ran ran shit that way, but you know, kids kids nowadays they're claiming they're you know woke or whatever, <laughs> and uh, and they're starting to like literally you know uh, investigate shit and research shit, and yeah, you know they, they are the new scientists and the new researchers at these companies going, hey man, uh, talcum powder, my mom uses this, I'm seeing that it's cancerous. How come you guys are still selling this? Taking yeah. these people forward, putting them on, on front street. And people have to have these major corporations are having to take accountability because these kids are getting smart. Yeah, Whereas yeah. past generations would just accept everything you put in front of their face, right? So yeah. MAGA's trying to bring the world or America back to uh, the mentality where, you know, those white supremacists really ran shit in this country. But let's yeah. face it, even white men are, are starting to be, you know, um, interact with other races. And intermix and mingle and have mixed children. Yeah, yeah. A lot of white guys I know dating black women, Asian yep. women, and all that. And their kids, man, they're these beautiful mixed babies. And I, I feel like that's gonna be that's gonna have to be the end of racism. Like when when everybody's just a mixed baby. Yeah, <laughs> really, really. Me. You're gonna have to hate me for my area or where I live or some shit. But 
you know, so I'm glad to see people interacting and mixing and mingling, but that seems to affect certain white people to such degree that they oh want to change everything now. They, they feel like we, they just got to wipe us out yeah. because that's going to deplete their race. So to some degree, MAGA is like the white supremacist man's last stand. I feel that, bro. I feel, I feel, I feel like that's what we are going through. Like, um, around a story, I do another show called Christie's the internet where we just go through the internet and the daily news, right? Like truthful, more truthful news. And, you know, we're getting, but one of the things that, uh, we covered was the NHL walkout. And, uh, I heard all like the, um, like the criticisms of the sports teams, like, oh, you know, fuck that. What are they doing? Blah, blah, blah. This is what occurred to me, though, with the NHL, right? This is what occurred to me. You know, the stereo, you and I both know the stereotypes that come with like the NHL fan, especially if you're a minority, you know, it doesn't feel welcoming to minorities. We know that there's a, only a handful of even black players, period. Um, yeah. So if you're a fan, right, and you're racist, you had to sit there couple days ago and watched the entire NHL, mostly white people. And the captains talked and mostly, most of them were white people. And they're the ones who started the movement. They were like, nah, this shit's got to change. Like we have to change this now. So at the very least, even if you say it didn't do anything at the very least, a racist NHL fan had to sit there and watch as the thing that they love didn't agree with them. Like they had to soak that in and sit and stew in that. And go like, well, these motherfuckers, they're walking out. I saw all the complaints, but a lot of them were very racist complaints. Like, what does that have to do with, you know, the NHL? As if it doesn't have to do with everything, right? This is, where, this is also where they started to feel like the whole politically correct thing was a kind of integration that they that they didn't want to see. Yeah. Like, I've, seen, I've seen white men get mad at a drive-thru because he, when he looked at the at the advertisement it had a, a uh like a white lady with a black uh, male like husband yeah and mixed and then there was like an asian lady in the back and he was like <laughs> all this inter- all this fucking politically correct bullshit they have to put all these color people here wow. this, that, that. i'm thinking wow it, like it just it seriously bothers them to see yeah. other people in any 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 position, of, you know, of you know, whatever. That's that's just advertisement. It's but just advertisement. Used to, they're used to turning on the TV and seeing Barbie images, right? They used to seeing themselves, themselves, themselves. Yeah. All the movies, all the big actors, all yeah. everything is them. Always on top. Always, you know, the hierarchy is always them. Yeah. No matter what we talk about. And yeah. now they're having to integrate all these other little races next to them because even at the companies that uh, you know, black men, Hispanic men, Asian men, they're becoming CEOs. They're becoming, you know, heads of corporations and companies and taking these big fucking jobs. Yeah. And that all that shit's just driving them fucking nuts. They're like, that's enough. We need to bring this back to what it was when that is that's our, exactly what it is, I think. I think the I think it is that mentality. Yeah. Everywhere you look, they want to see the white man in the picture first. The yep. biggest, you know? Yeah. And that shit's not happening, bro. It's just too many of us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's what, what was so powerful about those things. Cause to me, like I just kinda kinda laugh like I saw I get, yeah, it's just a game. And I think that's what the players were saying too. Like, motherfucker, this is just a game. Like, this is not as important as what's happening out of here. In fact, we don't even feel comfortable playing 
Like you have us here playing. All this shit's happening, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's ridiculous. And I thought that was super dope because I just for me the first thing that my mind went to is some some dude maybe in the south, maybe next door, sitting there going, God damn it, they've got they got NHL too. Like, bro, <laughs> dude, you do you realize like when that that NASCAR shit should be a holiday. It should be a national holiday the moment that yeah. they took away that the Confederate flag. I mean, can you imagine people who've been going there for generations? Generations are literally like the way they feel, and this is uh, I see Trump playing into this fear as well, though, right? Like the the way they feel is like, hey, they stole that from us. They took that from us. They don't want us there anymore. They don't want us there anymore. They're trying to take it from us. And Trump's, I see him playing into that. Like they're taking everything from you guys. You guys used yeah. to have freedoms and you don't have them anymore. You can't walk yeah. your streets anymore because they're going to rob you. And that's how yeah. they want you dead. It's man, and and I don't see anything like when I look towards November, I don't see anything except bad shit that could possibly stop this train from going. Right? There's nothing good that's going to stop. Like, there's not a good thing that's going to happen that's going to stop well, this. I, like, I'll tell you a good idea that I heard, yeah. and this was uh, on the Colbert show. Stephen Colbert was suggesting that. Oh no, it wasn't Colbert. It's was actually uh, Bill Maher. Now that I remember, Bill Maher yeah. said. Um, you know, just stop, you know, get all the fucking, all your Amazon crap out of the way now. Get all the shit that you got to buy out of the way in the, that you got to send through the mail now. Yeah. So that come you know, November, we, as we get closer to November, we, we're not using the mail for all the little bullshit for, you know, little postcards and all the bullshit that we usually do. Stop all that. At least do it That's for, those two months. for the next two months. Yeah. Calm down on all the shit that you're mailing out so that we give less. Um, shit for the mail to go through, you know. When, yeah. when, when come election time, there's a lot less, uh, you know, interference. So just stop mailing shit. Get what you got to get now, right now, and stop mailing shit until the election's over, man. I, I I hadn't heard that. That is an amazing idea. I mean, that's something that I think people could actually get behind. You know what I mean? Like it's something yeah. you, you don't have to do a whole lot to to participate in that. And I can yeah, see exactly. that really yeah, being a dope movement. Exactly. <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch that whole mail thing play out man like because uh it again it's one of those things like you said there's people who watch it and go like yeah that's what needs to happen but if you're a minority in america and you're just a little bit of, awake on what's going around you you see that the attack on uber and lyft the attack on mail it's all things that minorities would use to like but get yeah. out right you see how he manipulates the, his minions to control these things. It reminds me a lot of the Omen, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, Omen. yeah. Damien, Damien, as yeah. uh, in the later in the later versions of those movies, when he grew up, he became a politician. Yeah, I remember and, that. And yeah, and he would have these meetings in these caves where his people would just come out and and like they would be they would just repeat like yes, yes, like whatever. He go yeah. out and kill the Nazareth. Do this and do that, and they would just be like, "Yes, like hypnotized." Yeah, and that's exactly how I see his followers, man. Like, you know, he's got people to go into the post office and and, and interfere with the postal shit. Now he's got you know Uber and them because he figures you know that's how Hispanics and Black people are probably going to get mostly to the polls. Yeah, so let's fuck yeah. with Uber and 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 you know whatever. You know the guy. The guy's just to me, man. He literally he's evil. 
I feel you, man. I, I, I feel like there it's some stuff is just it's like, yeah, I'm with you, man, on the I, I, I know people, I have personal friends, uh shit family who've who've supported him. And it's it's so confusing to me that I also I feel like they've also one thing that Trump's side has done is done a really good job at making people feel like, well, if you voted for him, you should probably just stand by him or that's going to make you look really bad. Like, just yeah. stand by it at all costs. Because I see these people, a lot of them, I know they don't believe what they're saying. Like, I literally know you don't believe what you're saying, but you can't, it's almost better just to say you do than say you were wrong, Right. Yeah. That's a very American thing in itself, right? Like, let me see if I can come up with an answer that fits me first before I admit that's it's he's that, wrong. He's that no accountability guy, you know. He yeah. he hates to admit he's wrong, so he's trying to train people to think like that. That same culture, you know? right? Yeah, back me up no matter what, you know. Even if I'm wrong, you got to back me up. We got this movement. We got to get it done. So you know that whatever I do, I do it for that cause. Just back me up. Yeah, and that's pretty much his mentality. You know, but that that also is, you know, uh, communism, socialism, all that shit that they're afraid of. You know, they're not, yeah. they're not you know, because I saw that in Castro. Right. You know, heard, right. Heard stories about about these dudes, these dictators, you know, my family lived through that shit. So all it does is remind me of him. I'm like, how can anybody support this guy who's been through communism? I don't get it. Yeah, that's that. I have a a, a, a friend from El Salvador. And, uh, his, you know, he goes to, down and see his family all the time and he comes back up and he's just like, yo, man, I can't see why people would, would ever want this dude. He's like, do you understand like what could happen to your country? He's like, all you got to do is look South, just look yeah, South. Exactly. And there's exactly. so many examples. And he's like, he's like the thing that blows my mind. He's like, and he just became a citizen recently. He's like the, the, the thing that blows my mind about Americans is that they, he saw, they never think anything will happen to them. They, he's yeah. like, he's like, even when it's happening to them, like it literally is happening right now. His wife was even dressed like Castro at the. Oh my the, god, was that ridiculous or what? I was like, damn, she looks like either an SS chick or a straight communist out of you know Cuba did, or something. Did you see the face that she made at uh, that the, that all the the left media is running? The face that she made at her the daughter. <laughs> what do you, What do you think that's about? Like, do you think they even? What do you think that's like behind closed doors, bro? Can you imagine? Uh, I think she, I think she doesn't it. talk to any of them, by the way. I don't think she talks to yeah. any of them behind closed doors. Yeah, I think she, for, cer for certain she can't stand him because, I mean, she yeah. physically pushes him away <laughs> in public. Like, that's got to be that's, – that's horrible, bro. Yeah. The fact that he's let her, like, just exist still is kind of weird to me. Like, I'm like, what is this? She's yeah. got something on him. She's no dummy, bro. I know that the fact that the fact that she talked at the RNC makes me think that she's on some kind of a like a contract. You know what I mean? Like she yes. has literally before she gets her prenup intact. I think <laughs> so too, gets, bro. That's literally what I was saying. I was like, the only reason she's even around is because she's. Yep, yep. She's got to make a certain amount of appearances. She's got to do a couple of speeches, and she can never disagree because even in her speech, right. If you just followed her speech, her speech was disagreeing with a lot of the shit he was saying. He was saying she was saying like cyberbullying is horrible. The internet needs to be controlled more. Literally, her husband's yeah. the biggest bully on the internet, right? Oh, exactly. 
Yeah, dude. Like she's there. There was a bunch. She was throwing shots, and you could see it in his face as he was watching her. But yeah, I wonder, man. I wonder. I have always wondered. I was like, what kind of contract does she have? Because they're not killing her. Because they yeah. they don't want to kill her. Because they can't have that happen. Not right now, anyways. She might be worried. <laughs> these next four years, she should be worried. Because you know, watch you, her ass once they break up, though. She better not oh think about writing nothing, nothing, bro. Can you imagine, bro? Melania was in a sudden tragic car accident. And oh my <laughs> god, dude, her book, her book alone, bro. My god, that's gonna be amazing. She knows so much on that, dude. Yeah, she's I mean, and she's she's been embarrassed the most, right? Like, out of she arguably has taken the biggest hits, like socially, uh, morally. Like he's just fucking yeah. raked her. So he's she's gotta pain, want a little revenge. Pain, yeah, pain, bro. Pain, bro. And didn't even apologize for it. Was just like, yeah. <laughs> nope. And that's why she was pregnant with their son. Dude. Yes, like, bro. Yeah. What well, I was gonna say, like, all this shit has literally motivated me to make more music, dog. Yeah. Like, like I didn't hear really too many people touching upon it the way they should. At least not the way I feel about it. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I started to collaborate with some musicians, man. I rounded up some people that, um. You know, we, we haven't even really talked politics. I just think we agree in, yeah. um, like in, in an unspoken way. But when we get in the studio, the music that poured out is definitely chemically there. You know what I mean? Where um, where are we I mean, at with it, man? Like, are we going to... You're going you're gonna to hear something before the end of this year, man. Nice. I, 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 kinda, I put it off for, for too long, man. Um, we're literally um, finishing up the first single right now as we speak. I had my man Shavo from System of a Down. He's playing bass on it. Um, Iron Man's getting down, doing some 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 of his rock shit that he does. It's really dope. Myself, you know what I mean. So yeah, it, it's coming together, man. Do you see it as? Because um, I know you, you have a tendency to do this. I know you like to do this. Do you see this as? Um, is this like a group thing, or is it like an ever changing? Cause I know you like to, you've done stuff like that where you'll like just change things around you constantly, even sometimes from song to song. Is this, are you leaning towards this becoming like a group thing or is it simply a project? Like simply I, we're just, you know, I, I see it as both, man. I see it as an opportunity to work with everybody that I've always wanted to, to collab with. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm, I'm not going to limit it. At first I was like, no, I don't want any guests. I don't want any guests. Cause you know, first albums should really be. That's one psychology that that Psycho Realm lived by. Yeah, uh, philosophy, I should say, that Psycho Realm lived by. That I, I agree with, and that is, you know, your first album should really represent who you are. But but the music was all produced by me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Even, even when Shavo sent me the bassline, he got the beat, he rocked it in the studio, he did his thing. But I still chopped it up and flipped it my way. You know what I mean? So no matter what happens, you're gonna hear, you know, DJ FM production you know, throughout the whole thing. It's, it's, it's my vibe. It's my music. Yeah. It's me, it's me sitting down with Iron Man or Shawa, whoever is collaborating on that particular song and telling them like, Hey man, um, this is what the, 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 the topic is about. Um, here's what, what the music is like. And then them kind of, you know, bringing their, their talent to the table, you know, via that, uh, that's dope. Uh, interpretation. Yeah. Well, I mean, but arrangement, it, like arrangement, um, uh, I mean, dude, six symphonies, like all these. You've been doing this stuff for a long time. Oh, that's fucking sick. So, is this the logo, or one of yeah. them, right? One of the working yeah. logos. 
Yeah, that shit is hard, bro. I need a t-shirt ASAP. The American Bastards. I need that. I need that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but so we're going to get we'll get something by the end of the year, you're saying. Yeah, by the end of this year, you're going to hear the first single, first video, nice. everything's coming. Nice. I want to put out the video at the same time. Yeah. Let me ask you this, though, man. This is this, Here's a big question, FM. We need uh-huh. to get to the bottom of this. When is When are we going to get a DJ FM podcast? A podcast? What do you mean, like my own podcast? Yes, man. Why? I mean, come on, bro. It You're such mainly- a natural at this. You do this all the time. You should. You could do a political podcast. You could do whatever you want. It would but, be a mix of politics and conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. putting it out there right now. You should definitely do one. You need a home for it. We got you. Um, I'm sure people would love to hear it, man. I'm just saying, like, we've been telling you that from, like, we like to have fun. We like to to Monday morning quarterback. But at the same time, you're coming from an educated place. Like, you, you're not just saying whatever. Like, you are a dude who literally researches and, like, tries to study the layers plus the fact that your your background your history of traveling the world which gives you another a whole nother view that a lot of people don't have like you've seen other countries you know what it's like in those countries you've been all around the world i'm just saying i I think i'm not the only one i think a bunch of people that are listening right now are going like yeah let's do that so just throwing it out there we're still waiting on that fm podcast Something to think about. <laughs> Something to think about. Yeah, man. So the project, so we're going to get, fine, fuck, man. I'm finally going to get part of this project by the end of this year. 2020, yeah, bro. The project you're working on has to come out in 2020. 2020 before 20 is over. It has to. This year, dog, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I you know, know I, why. I love that public enemy vibe, that yeah. rage against the vibe. Like, all those groups that had that real rebellious, you know, crazy... Um, street street point of view, yeah. Street perspective of, yep. of everything that's going on, and that's what we are, man. It's just like street perspective on on politics, on the world, because you know, Cycle Brown, Public Enemy, a lot of that was considered like the CNN of the streets, because absolutely. But this is a little bit more intricate and a little bit darker, I think, in the sense that we're we're, we're talking literally about. You know politics at at the current moment. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, not, not just politics, and it ain't nothing preachy because I hate that preachy shit. Right, we just put it out there how we see it and how people in the street like myself are looking at all this shit. You know, man, dude, I, I'm excited about that. Everything on the riots and all this shit, and trying to make you know make the BLM movement out to be something bad. They're trying to make fucking Antifa as if there's some fucking crazy terrorist group or some oh shit. my Those god right like what the fuck you like fascists like i don't get it you know what i mean they're not over here they, they claim that these dudes are blowing shit up i'm watching these fucking guys they're not doing nothing yeah, they, yeah. they're fucking protesters and all that bullshit i don't i don't see i mean if somebody got proof footage or something show me because i'm open to all that you know what i mean I, i'm not closed-minded and i'm not gonna back nothing up that i've seen is, is you know is wrong but as far as i know man you know, we're pointing, not we, but the the Republicans, the conservative Republicans that back Trump up right now are pointing all the wrong, the fingers at all the wrong people. You know what I mean? I agree. And I they're agree. trying to use all these things to manipulate their voters, their constituents to, to think their same way. 
and uh I'm I'm hoping to put a whole other message out there and I and you know just like uh like if you ever see Adam ruins everything oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah FM ruins everything info out and then he'll, and, and then he'll say it'll be like a little uh, a thing that'll say where it came from like you can look this up yourself at blah 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 I love blah. that I you love mean? that and that's what I want to do musically man I want to bring people information a perspective from the street and then something they could go look up themselves and research man don't just believe me you know get pumped up let me pump you up but then go out there and research that shit so you know it's real coming next week on the DJ FM podcast <laughs> see I got you already bro I could be the voice oh, I could be but uh, <laughs> hey bro like um let me ask you this, because I know this is something that's both near and dear to both of our hearts. Um, man, the live performance, bro, it has changed so much, right? Like, dude, I've tried the I've tried the internet. Like this, I love, right? I, I've I fell in love with doing this crappy awesome thing like this because you know how we used to do it. Like we used to be carrying equipment and going upstairs <laughs> and going to everybody's house. Not that I don't want to still do that from time to time, but this also gives me a chance to like you know what I mean? Like reach out anytime. Like you could literally call yeah. crappy awesome anytime and jump on now. Like it's, oh. I, I love that part, but as a musician, this shit, I don't like it. I don't like the, the streaming performances. I, I, I respect all my friends and stuff that are doing it. Um, but man, it just, it does, it will never do the well, same thing. Really it does to me. About the guys that are doing it. It's about the fans because you, you you're losing the connection yes of physically having faces in front of you and you seeing that reaction you hearing it yes it's, it's a very different interaction there's something that happens there's a magic that happens when a good performer gets good feedback from the crowd it just yes. recycles and becomes this fucking flow of energy that it just it, it's it's good for everybody man it, it makes the show better it makes the crowd have a better time and it just, you know, it yeah. just goes around in that cycle. Whereas when you're performing in front of a camera and there's nobody reacting to your shit, you don't hear the crowd getting pumped up and screaming. You're kind of motivating yourself consistently. Just, uh, you yeah. know, and it's not it's fun. Different type of energy you give. Yeah. And when you hear that crowd in front of you, oh, you it, that shit pumps you up, man. It makes you perform better. Do you feel I mean, like they've taken that from us? Like, do you feel like, when will we get yeah, that? Yeah, because think about it. What What is the greatest way that human beings connect that don't mm. even know each other? Yeah. It's yeah. music, it's concerts, it's festivals. Yeah. Art. You know, this, yeah. that, that is where people of all races will definitely connect. They're trying to separate us, man. They want us to hate each other and tear each other to pieces so that the few that are left are easy to control. Man, I, I can tell you, dude, like I... Um this uh, the beginning of this year I released a shitload of music and I was really like working on music all the year before like I want to make really I want to make performance music I, I, I always think with that in mind like what is this going to be on stage how is this going to be performed and it was yeah. such a bummer bro I got one I got one big show under my belt and then it was a wrap like literally I did this one big show I was like yeah that shit was hard it was fucking amazing a bunch of people came out and then literally the next week, boom, gone. And I was like, fuck. Like, that's the part I don't 
I try not to even think about that live performance part because that is the part that I miss the most. It is the part of all of this that I miss the most. But um, yeah, I wonder, like at Platform Collection, one of the conversations we're constantly having is like, what is going to take the place of that um, for the time being? And I don't think as of right now, I don't think anybody has a really good idea. I've seen the testings like i went to um i don't know if you've have you heard about this i went to a uh drive-in show uh, <laughs> not yeah, super cool. whack super whack as a performer i watched it you hump the horn yeah yeah bro and, and here's the thing here's the thing you give you're giving 20 uh, you know 20 30 40 cars the who are drinking and smoking and they're oh. in a car with a horn. So it's just, it's horrible, bro. Like, it's not conducive for live performances. I Like I said, I've seen the streaming thing. It just doesn't do it for me. Like, I've watched some of these verses. Have you watched the verses stuff? Uh-uh. Um, so, like, yeah. Oh, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah, watched yeah. those, and those are, they're entertaining, but it's like watching a TV show. You know what I mean? It, I don't, I'm not like, yo, this is that same feeling of, like you said, the energy exchange, which I believe in 100%. I think it's. I think it's the, it is the magic of like what we do. That that part is magic when you have yeah, a crowd in your hand and you know like they're with you. Like you want to know what's my favorite shit about be, be being on stage? The feeling of being on stage, huh? The the moment where the either the especially when the curtains are closed, it's the best. But when you're behind the curtain, for example, and out in the house, the lights go out. They know the shows. Yes. The main act is coming yeah. up. When those lights go, boom, the whole crowd just goes. Yeah, they just roar like, "Oh, it's the moment we've been waiting for!" And then I'm standing behind the curtains, and I'm already hearing people yelling "FM" because they know I'm like the first. Yeah, one the first one on stage. Yeah, right. So I'm already hearing my name outside the curtain. But when them curtains open up, man, the energy and the power of that crowd is fucking monumental dude yeah. i can't compare it to anything not a i'll drug. tell you this i'll tell you this fm that what you're explaining right there <clears throat> um it just dawned on me as you were saying this that is for sure something that i would fight for but i would fucking take guns up to have that back you know what yeah, I, mean? yeah. I literally would like that's that is something that they cannot take from us bro like that is they can't take that from us they, there's no way I, well, I would not allow that in any way to ever happen do you think that this is going to last like forever or you think we're going to be always going to be separated like that? We're going to be telling stories of our, to our kids. Like there used to be concerts where people would gather and you know, those movies where you see people in the crowd, that shit was real. It was, <laughs> yeah. That's not the eye, I've know? thought, I've thought about it like, um, as, as like a, you know, as a musician and a performer, like I'm like, can I live my entire life? Never doing that again, man. I don't know, bro. Like, I, I kind of feel like, you know, for a lot of us, it, it is like it's part of our purpose, right? Like, so it feels like a part of your purpose is being taken away. But I also, I am also like you, like somewhat of a futurist, somebody who's constantly looking to the to the future. And, it, and so I'm looking at it right now as like a Rubik's Cube of like, all right, there's an answer in this somewhere. Someone's just not doing it yet. They're not making the experience what it should be because that's what it is right it's about the experience it's about yeah. dude you know going to con like 
drinking in the parking lot, getting ready. Oh shit, this shit's gonna be tight. I hope they do this song. I hope they do that song. I've been yeah. a bunch of your shows. Like that's what the vibe is, and that yeah. is part of the entire experience. And that is completely gone. And and we have to figure out a way to give them that back, or we're not gonna have that connection. You know what I mean? It's just not gonna mean the same. And so yeah, we music. we can't allow them to take that. We can't allow them. To yeah, music is such a powerful thing. Like yeah. it affects people emotionally spiritually everything you know and it's a motivator and they know you know music has started and motivated revolutions yeah, guys like bob marty inspired people to to think and and even pray you know i'll so, tell you this uh i've been with a gentleman who where the music is so important that the feds are following him <laughs> <laughs> i've been i've been with individuals like that check out the past fm podcast on this if you want to hear that story but but i mean it does it's, how they're gonna follow me now after i do this american bastard bro bro isn't that isn't that weird though like we literally have a reference point that we can look back and go like no that that was real <laughs> that actually yeah. does happen people yeah, those, the power of know. music is, is is that powerful you know yeah, we, we were literally in the middle of an interview and you guys were asking me about that shit. Yep. Here comes this Fed in a Fed card trying to pose like he's <laughs> stopping. And little did he know that the place that he was about to walk into was there closed. Was, was store, right? <laughs> so he felt stupid when he tried to, oh yeah, I'm just here to go shopping. I'm not watching you guys at all. Remember when he was dressed almost like if you, if you got yeah. like a manual on like, here's how you dress hip hop. For an older yeah, man, exactly. he tried to have his hat on sideways. It was hysterical. Yeah, and then you see the tags fed. Yep. And I, I think I, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember that he put his phone in his pocket so that it could, so it could video from his pocket, and he was like leaning into everybody. It was so ridiculous, yeah. bro. It was so. But but seeing that though, like this is what I've always thought about that moment, right? And I and I also think about like the privilege of being in that in, and seeing that because many people live their lives thinking that all that kind of stuff is fake, right? They think that it's just conspiracy. It's just, oh, they would never do that. They would never follow an influential artist because they're saying certain things. Yes, the fuck they would. And yes, the fuck they do. We've literally seen that. And and that should tell you how powerful music is. And that's why I think that the, the, the battlefront we're going to play a very important role on that. You know what I mean? All, all artists are, obviously, right? They, they say after pandemics, every pandemic has produced uh, a renaissance, right, in our history. That, that I, I read a lot about the renaissance. I, I got really into it once I started to read about, like, the, the 1812 pandemic and how things grew out of that. And, and it was that. It was a revolutionary mind led by artists. Because they knew that if they could shut the artists down, they could, they shut all the voices down, right? Like that's yeah. how that's how we speak. That's how we how we communicate on the street. And I see our opportunity for being like literally you and I being alive and produce like literally producing stuff for the new renaissance. That's exciting to me. That's exciting yeah. to me because that's going to be in a history book. This time is going to be in a history book. You know what I mean? And 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 with the stuff that you have coming, bro, like, yeah, it's going to be kind of hard to ignore. I'm pretty sure you're going to have them right back on your ass again. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, especially yeah, the now. Music, the, music, 
the music itself was really aggressive, man. You know, some of it will sound like hip hop. Some of it will sound like rock. Yeah. Some of it will sound like Middle Eastern music. Some of it, there's a lot of different, uh, it's really eclectic, man. It's a big uh, mashup of a lot of shit in my, that goes on in my head musically. Um, I've always wanted to make music with no limits. You know what I mean? I listen to groups like Massive yeah. Attack, Portis mm. Head. Sometimes I'll listen to, you know, uh, Slipknot or, or Lamb of God. Or yeah. It could be metal, it could be rock, it could it could be hip hop, you know. But all these all these um, different genres somehow to me they mesh, they make sense together, you know. And I've just never been able to really do that because you know you, people that make beats usually make beats for other artists, and you got to cater to their sound and, how right. they rap and all that shit. But I'm not good at that. I, I like to make music. I make it from the heart. So I believe that this is going to be a true expression of of me in every way, man, my heart, my mind, my soul, I poured everything into this shit. And, yo, to collaborate with a dude, I didn't even want to tell anybody, but, you know, Crappy Awesome's a good platform for that, man. You guys yes, have been doing doing real shit, dope podcast for a minute, and, you know, I just wanted to share that with you as a friend, especially because we, I know you like System of a Down. Hell know? yeah, bro. They're in my top five of bands Dog, of all I, time. I, You know, I, I had major respect for these guys since since they first came out and i got to perform with them once at a smoke out when i was djing for sx10 send dog send dog from cypress hill yeah yeah, yeah i remember and i used to dj for them and we all we, we were one of the openers at the smoke out and shit and system of down played at that show and i, I was blown away man you know the, the, the music the power behind the, the performance everything i thought you know hip-hop should have this level of power yeah you know yes. and i rarely see it man yeah so i I, I try to execute that through Psycho Realm. When I would perform, I would give like a rock performance yeah. on stage to this hip hop show. You know, it's what made me stand out from other hip hop DJs and shit. And uh, and I feel like the American Bastards is gonna be the the epitome of that, man. Like that shit times a thousand. <laughs> Bro, I'm super excited I mean, for it. Salvo is like, oh man, I'm, I'm excited, dude. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. Let me ask you this, man. Um, we touch on this every once in a while. Where are you at? I'm just curious. Like, where are you at with... Um, you've been wearing a mask for how many years now? <laughs> Since 96? 96. Is, do you ever see that changing? I know you're a private person, You've and it's actually benefited you a lot, being able to wear the mask. But is there is there ever a time where you're just like, nah, I'm... I don't want to wear a mask anymore. Has there ever been a time like that where you're just well, like, man, I'm yeah, sick of this. Yeah, there, there, there actually yeah. is. And, I, and I'm going to actually show my face for certain things because um, I started getting into acting um, and uh, and I want to actually pursue it a little bit more. Hell um, yeah. Hell yeah. That's dope. A little calmer. I actually got, a, a, I almost had a chance to audition for this amazing thing on Netflix, man. And as soon as the COVID shit hit, everything, you know, yeah. went to shit. So, um, I myself have kind of neglected that. I've been offered a couple auditions and I neglected them, but um, I, I made a decision the past few weeks to to pursue it because um, I feel like it's another way that I could express all this shit that's going through my head. You know what I mean? For sure. So there, there could be roles that I could do where I, I could help people think and, and, and you know motivate people to do the right shit too. So um, I think so. I the mask be- might come off. Yeah, wow. it's just another escape for me, man. You know, I, I was a kid with a rough ass childhood, and I, I like to—I uh, use a lot of things to escape 
and I, I try to avoid using drugs for that escape and, and right. do things that, that uplift me mentally, like music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, but once I realized that acting could be that shit for me too, I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to try. And so eventually, you know, people are going to know who the fuck FM is to some degree. Hope they might put the two together, they might not, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, um, it's been literally, what did you say, nine years, ten years? How many years? Uh, since 96, I've been wearing a mask. Wow. Wow. That's over 20 years, bro. Tell know. us some, let me ask you this, man. I've never asked you this. Are there any um, downsides that come to wearing the mask that long, that many years is, well, that people might degree, not think about? <laughs> well, I mean, to some degree, you know, it, it, people, you know, they, they remember a face more than anything. Sure. So, you know, I did, I did kind of seclude myself from fame. Um, yeah, more so than the other members of, of the group. And so, you know, to some degree it's good, and to some degree it's bad because you know, people don't see a face, they forget. They, they might hear the name, and be like, "Oh yeah, I, I knew," but if they didn't really know. Then I'll be a ghost to them because there's no face to remember or to go by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about um, what about just physically? Has it? <laughs> I figure. I feel like. I feel like maybe your your even your breathing has probably changed throughout the years. I wonder if you have really good lungs. Like you know what I mean. Like because it's been. You know what I mean. Like it. It makes sense. They say it affects your brain and all this shit. Yeah. People complain about wearing a fucking little mask now and all the lack of oxygen. You've been ready for years. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, man. Uh, I've been wearing a fucking mask since 96, and um, my brain's never functioned. <laughs> what do I care? You know what I mean? I'm already crazy. Yeah, it, I mean, the one thing, at least, uh, like, socially and, like, style-wise, you, you were pretty much prepared for all of this. It's not like you got the best mask in the city, so it's not like it's not like you had to go run out and buy a mask. Yeah. You were ready. This, this one... It actually has on the inside. It has a like a filter capability where you you slide in a filter through here. Oh wow! You not throw away the filter. You put in a new filter. So it's actually like some Sub Zero shit. Yeah, it looks like Sub Zero. That's dope. <laughs> That's dope, yeah. man. Yeah, I've always, I just always wondered that. I was like, I wonder if he's like, like he's gonna say like, yeah, like my nose has always like been fucked up right at that mark or like. My, <laughs> You know, no, my eye, like, my tan has been weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I'll tell you a funny story, though. Um, the first tour that we went on at Cycle Realm uh, right after the album release, the first album release, yes. was with ICP and St. Clown Posse. I, I told you about that. Yep. And uh, we, we were opening up for them at a time when they were, like, really blowing up. And uh, I, I remember, for me, it was my first bus tour, so I didn't really know much about you know, the bus rules and all this yeah. shit. <laughs> and so I, I claimed the back room, not knowing that it's like an entertainment room for everybody. Right, right, right. That's it's the shared room. room. Yeah. And I wanted to claim that shit just for starters, but for some reason, nobody wanted to tell me nothing. I don't know if it was the master kept thought people thought I was crazy or something. <laughs> at some point in the, in the tour, like towards the middle of the tour, I was in that room working nonstop with my MPC on the table, my turntable there. I was sampling shit and killing beats, chopping them up with the MPC. But I like to smoke when I'm working on beats. Right. Like I didn't have a, a pipe or a bong or nothing or papers, but I had weed. So I had my uh, gas mask bong that I would use on stage. <laughs> it literally has a, a bong attached to the gas mask filter. Yes. Yeah. So 
I didn't want to be putting on the mat, taking off the mat. So I would just sit in that room well, as we drove from state to state for like 12 hours, however long we drove with the mask on. I wouldn't even take it off. I would just pack a bowl and look look at the drum machine through the eyes of the mask. <laughs> and the dudes would go in the back to check on me and they would, they would those ICP guys would be like, hey, uh, Jack, is your boy okay? The, he's, got that, he's got that mask on a long time. He's, <laughs> he's just got a bunch of cloudy. Off, uh, <laughs> weird like that? Or, What's wrong with your boy? <laughs> that's crazy man yo it's it's um man I, i've thought about like uh before before i was getting ready for this interview i was thinking about like man like the things that i've known fm for a bunch of years he was a dude that like i almost we almost immediately clicked like when we met um it was weird too we met like weird just weird circumstances like shit people knew people and next yeah. thing you know i think you started coming through i think we were doing proof of life radio yeah. When you very very first came through, bro, which is crazy to think about, bro. We hadn't even thought about the podcast yet. Like we were, that's how far, that's how long I've known you. I've been on stage with you. I've had the honor of doing that. Like it's, it's been really cool, man. And you're one of those people that I'm, I'm always trying to check on. I'm always making, I want to make sure that you're always like attached to the stuff that we do and somehow. I, I really want to get behind this project when you guys drop this. I would love for the, you know, for you to come through again and, and push that project. Um, oh, yeah. I want, I want that on the front page of platform collection for sure. Um, right. And, and, and I want the, and I want a podcast FM. I want to fucking <laughs> do a 30 minute podcast, do whatever you got to do, play, play half music, half talking, whatever you want to do. I think the concept would be dope. I just feel like, this is what I honestly feel, brother. Like, uh, all joking aside, I just think that we're in a time where, like, voices like yours are super important, and they're also super rare. You know what I mean? You know that I've talking, I've spoken to over four or five hundred people on this show. Your voices like yours are super rare um, because they, like, at the end of the day, what you want is like what's best for people. Like, that's mostly what you want people to be happy. You want people to be free. And we need more of that, those voices. And I think we need ideas on how to do that kind of shit. You know what I mean? There's not enough. I, I've said this about you. You said a little thing about the, the youth early on, man. Bro, I'm super proud of our youth. Like, especially in the hip hop community, I'm super proud. I think that we need to defend them and and and, and help them as much as possible. Um, so, like I said, like voices like yours are so important, man. I want to thank you for being on the show, dude. Um, we're going to do this a lot, though, bro. We're going to yeah. do this a lot because we could do this anytime now. So right. <laughs> we, we're going to do this a lot. Uh, I want I want you to come through again, especially when the project comes. There it is. Look at it. Amer the American Bastards coming soon by the end of the year, yo. 2020, yeah. people. 2020, we're finally going to get it. It's going to be amazing. Um, and you're going to hear it right here for sure. You'll hear it right here for sure. Again, if this is your first time tuning in. Catch up on FM's history. Amazing stories, by the way. The first person still ever on Crappy Awesome to, to now a bunch of people have followed suit, but don't get it twisted. The first person ever to tell a, a true UFO story on, on, on our show was DJ FM. And that changed a lot because now we talk about it a lot and we're always asking people. Um, we got to have you on a, for a whole nother one of those, bro, because I got, I got a bunch of shit on that. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, man. So thank you again, uh, DJ uh, FM, no, DJ FM underscore LA, right? Yeah. Um, if you're watching it, it's right there on the screen. If you're listening to this, you can go watch the video, YouTube, Instagram, um, 
and if you got to watch this live, shout out to you because that's dope. People people know that they can now sneaky sneakily watch it live. But this will be out in a couple days on all the platforms. So check it out, stream it, um, like it, subscribe it, and uh, follow DJ FM. DJ FM underscore LA. Follow everything he does. This dude is solidified. He's one of those dudes that I'm going to know forever. So please follow my, my, my G. Dude, thank you so much, man. Yo, thank you for having me, brother. Yeah, we'll talk soon, all right? Oh, yeah. Good talking with you. Yeah, that, that was DJ FM, y'all. Um, it's, uh, it's amazing to, to know a dude like him, so accomplished as an artist, so accomplished as a DJ, so accomplished as a creative. I, I've been hearing about this project, this American Bastard project, you know, full transparency. I've been hearing about it for a, a long time. This is something that I know he's poured his heart in. If you know his skill level, that is a good thing because uh, his skill level is very high. Um, and his influences are amazing. And I, I know just talking to him personally that he's been looking for a project to put together all his influences and he's been trying to solve that um, creative problem for a long time. And I think he's finally done that with this project. I know he's super psyched about it. Um, like I said, I could see it in his eyes. Well, I could see it in his face. You guys got to see it in his eyes. Uh, DJ FM, man, follow him. DJ FM underscore LA platform Go there. Now we got a bunch of dope new music up there. Um, shout out to all our affiliates. Shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to B side show. Shout out to hip hop wins. Shout out to bars weekly. Go, Check out all these all these things that we're talking about because they they're things that keep the community going. Shout out to OG Husky Radio. Um, shout out to Beardo. Go check out Beardo stuff. Uh, who else do you need to go check out SD Music Room? Um, but go over to PlatformCollection.com and check out my killer staff. They're just killing it, yo, killing it. Show after show, content after content. They're giving you a lot of content. Platform Collection is putting together you know, almost like a, a TV station, it feels like. You know, they're going to try to cover every part of the week um, with new shows. Let's, hey, let's hold our fingers on that DJF and podcast, though, right? Because that, uh, that'll be amazing. It's, it's overdue. It's overdue. He's a good friend of ours. Should I? We should try to make that happen, right? You think we should try to make We'll make that. We're going to try to make that happen. DJF them. DJFM underscore LA. Go there. Crappy awesome. Um, that's us. My name is Kill C Ray, and um, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have an amazing week. Stay safe and cover your mouth. What's wrong with you? I knew the finish line. I ain't touch it. Perfection to a perfectionist. Who knows he isn't perfect? Blessings, I earned it. I count them all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the hands.